It's time for NSYNC Fan Fiction. It's fan fiction about NSYNC. Our friend found a bind full of some anonymous girls. NSYNC Fan Fiction at a thrift store in Chicago. We read pages from it aloud and we make our way through the binder. We've never ever read ahead, so experience it with us each page in real time. Previously on InSync Fan Fiction. Our lives are going to change from this moment on. Nothing about us is going to be the same. Tell me what's going to change. The fact that we love each other? You have a life to end in California? You're it. You're all I need. The other stuff is gravy. But Justin is in the house, and you are a screamer. <laughs> I don't remember moaning either. Just how many partners have you had, Mr. Fat One? <laughs> Fatone. Can That's I the first time I think we've ever made a fat one joke. That joke. He probably had like people making fun of him with that name. Well, and... cause I mean, he's he's the he's the tall one and the lumbering one. You yeah. Know? And he is, you know, he's not as like vogue thin as the other ones were. He also wasn't that interesting, and yet somehow we're reading a fan fiction about him. It's cause he was the most accessible. Integral parts. I can't read her handwriting cause it's like she's worked herself into such a lather. <laughs> Do you think Justin Timberlake woke up and he wanted someone to put something away and he's like, take it to the fridge? The best joke ever! Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Found and Sync Fan Fiction Radio Hour, starring Liz. And Sasha. We're so excited to bring you another episode in this new year. I am riveted. Coming to you live in Chicago, just barely maintaining ourselves. So, in our last episode, Justin had come to visit them in New York, and they had gone to the deli, and there were uh, um, discussions about... Caesar salad wraps. And things. And sex, and purchases of hats to support Chris's line. The f- oh, since our last episode, I actually looked up Fu Mansquito online. Uh, do you have enough to share with the class? Just that a member of NSYNC had a clothing line. Wow. And it was Chris, uh, who of I... Of all people. Who I don't know anyone else in NSYNC besides Justin Timberlake Where was and Joey Fatone, so I don't know... This feels like a, like a Marshall's synchronization or like a TJ Maxx. Yeah, or like a Coles. You know how like Coles always has the celebrity lines? Well, they have the they have the um what's his name? Mark Ant Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony <laughs> and Cleopatra. Mark Anthony and Je- Jennifer Lopez and they got those like exclusive clothing line deals. Yeah. But like weirdly like the same week that they were announcing a divorce. That was a strange week. Awkward. Didn't we talk about that in the Celebrity Fragrance oh, episode? Oh, I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. Our our, our archives are so vast. <laughs> it's, it's hard to keep up. It's true. Um, Have we talked about Jewel State lately? Can we talk about... No, please. Oh, you know what we did talk about in the last episode? We were talking about uh, um, that you were about to perform uh, with the Glee Club. That oh, I was in, and right. Then you and I don't know if our viewers, listeners, uh, care a, about a performance that already happened, but um, no. But but <laughs> but you did end up performing the the Jewel State song questions. Oh yes, I did. I did. It was not on my set list, but uh, a certain co-host of mine may or may not have been aghast at me when I. Showed her my my proposed set list, and she went, "Where is questions?" Did and, I say that? Well, you didn't say it like that. I'm paraphrasing in a more dramatic way. And this is I'm I'm hoping that our listeners have like a sepia tone in their head of of us, you know, having like a like a Spanish novela kind of like slapping match. Going, "Where is questions? <laughs> Donde está preguntas?" <laughs> um, hope you can see that that smack too. 
Uh, I, so I, I swapped out a different song for questions, and it was good. It was a good time. Well, I thought it went well. So. Yeah, I felt good about it. And actually, there was a, there's a the thing about the Glee Club is that there, it's built up of many a nerd. And so I think it was very appreciated. So yeah. actually, I have you to thank for saving the day. Oh, thank you for performing. So, listeners, we're going to uh, carry on to the next scene in the binder as Sasha accompanies us on the pianoforte. What's questions? Oh, that was delightful. It is a pianoforte, isn't it? Aren't all pianos just pianofortes? Is that just another name for piano? Yeah, but we're Americans, so we just say piano. But it, the piano, pianoforte, was named as such because it was the first instrument, I believe, to be able to have the ability to be both piano, soft, and forte, loud. Thank you. I guess I didn't know that forte meant loud. Now you do. Is that Italian? It is. It is Italian. We are drinking coffee. Well, I drank mine. <laughs> laced with some delicious Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon. When 7-Eleven coffee meets Jim Beam. It's delicious. Also with one of those tiny little... Each of us had a coffee that has one of those tiny little cartons of Hershey's Caramel Chocolate like creamer. And it's made from 100% Arabica beans. So what would we call this drink? Delicious. Um, I'm going to call it the NSYNC. (laughs) (laughs) So every episode when we record, I show up at Sasha's with some type of fun beverage, whether it's alcohol or coffee. And I texted him before I got here and said, do we we want coffee or alcohol? I said coffee hall. (laughs) And so I took that literally. So I stopped at Walgreens and got some bourbon. And then I stopped at 7-Eleven and got some coffee. May, may I? May, I have a name suggestion, mm-hmm. which I just laughed at myself, which you'll be able to hear in editing. But Fatone Ole. <laughs> which doesn't good. Which doesn't quite make sense because I don't think it's actually milk creamer. I think it's like a dairy substitute sort of stuff, right? Oh, or, I don't know. I didn't look at the shelf, ingredients. Shelf-stable cream. Hey, Joey Fatone seems like a shelf-stable cream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shall we carry on with... The, uh... Wayward Son. (laughs) Yes. Although I am going to go to the previous page just so that we don't come in in the middle of the sentence. What's not right? He patted himself down as he walked over. Nothing. Nothing is wrong. I... You're stuttering. What? Nothing. You look perfect. Nothing is... You can't keep your eyes off of me. He smirked. You want to kiss me. He imitated Sandra Bullock from Miss Congeniality. You want to date me? He approached me. No, 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 you just look really good. Is that unusual? No, of course not. I just. Sometimes. What if I sound like Polly Short? <laughs> Zumped. I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, no, no, of course not. I just. Sometimes it just. Strikes me how good you turned out. This is gross. How lucky I am, and how did you settle for me? Wait, can I? I'm sorry. I'm just going to begin the aside earlier than normal. (laughs) One, I already broke my self-imposed challenge not to go in some random accent. (laughs) It's never going to happen. I just have to embrace the United Nations within my mouth. (laughs) There's a quote. There is a quote. You're going to leave that in, aren't you? Um, but moreover... The... Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that was amazing. Sorry. No, no, that's good. I'm just, I'm, I'm paralyzed now. I've paralyzed myself. Uh, okay, so no, we'll no, get... but the but the other the other thing is that it I, I enjoy the irony of that. It took me this long to realize how gross this story is. <laughs> Like, we, we were reading back. We always try to read back a few pages before we go into this to get into the mind of, of the middle school girl we hypothesize wrote this. and uh, Or maybe the adult attempting to write for... The, anyway, yeah. theories in the... Theor- carry on, carry on. <laughs> the conspiracy theory. We need that meme of you imitating the alien conspiracy theory oh, yeah, as the image for us now. My, I have an ancient aliens meme with a picture of me that says... 
I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Right, and you're in one of those egg martini chairs, yeah. right, sliding <laughs> like, down. I'm like holding a, a rocks Swat. glass, like I'm <laughs> drinking, like woo! But there's just so many pages of sex and Caesar salad. These are things that don't go together. Do you remember that episode of Seinfeld where George kept trying to make it okay to eat sandwiches in bed? Oh yeah, and eat or eat like a like from like a chunk of cheese. Yeah, yeah. That hasn't actually happened in here yet, but I will not be surprised. I would not be surprised with all either. this talk of deli and sex. Yeah, so, right. uh, forgive me for my aside. Now back to our regularly scheduled fan fiction. Settle? Please do not tell me you said settle. You know better than that. No, maybe not settle, but you its just you could have your pick. I don't need my pick. I have my pick. You, and I absolutely love it that you think I look good. I think you look great, and I can't wait for tonight. Good. Now I know. Now you know how I feel. He grabbed me in a hug and rubbed my back as he whispered, I love you, baby. I love you. Justin joined us a few minutes later, and we made our way to Midtown, stopping at a few stores and galleries. Joey ending up buying a Superman cell that he had never seen before. It was so awesome to see him excited, and it gave me a chance to give him a hard time about his fascination with the Man of Steel. (laughs) I mean, I have fascinations with Men of Steel, but (laughs) the, uh, I, does, does, like, cell, does he mean, like, a... The cell phone? Well, I was thinking, like, you know, like, maybe, like, a movie still or something, or, like, an animation cell. Oh, but it's spelled wrong. It's spelled like C E L L, like a room or like uh, like an amoeba. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Does, does he have a Superman nucleus? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, this is these are all very also. Wait, this detail is completely out of the blue. You know, like in TV shows when they're like, "Oh, one of our characters is unpopular. Let's add a twist." Yeah, it's a little late in the game. I mean, yeah, we're a third of the way through the binder. Well, that's incredibly depressing. <laughs> All in all, it was a good day. Joey was miffed. Wait, what? Oh, Joey was MIA for a few minutes. Uh, That's the Minneapolis Institute of Art. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great museum. You should go. It's free. Um, Joey was MIA for a few minutes while he left Justin and I in a bookstore. Actually, it was about a half hour and he was tight-lipped when he returned. We had a bite to eat, and Joe... She doesn't usually call him Joe. She usually Mm. calls him Joey. We had a bite to eat, and Joe bought me a new outfit. Whoop, turn the page. For the next day's meet and greet. Another surprise. Who's coming in, I asked. JC, Chris and Lance are in Hawaii with the clothes. He's meeting us at the breakdown for dinner at around 7. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to stop by MTV for a few minutes. I'll meet you guys back at the flat. Do you want me to... Why am I playing funeral music? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to come with... Do you want me... I have to finish that sentence. Do you want me to come with you to the studio? Joey asked. I did it. Thank you. Congratulations. That was supposed to be like, dun dun dun, but I don't know how to play the piano. That was, so that just... was just a cat. That... <laughs> yeah, that walked on the piano. All right. No, I just want to spin this thing with Britney a little bit. <laughs> because the Britney riff sounds like the People's Court theme, as previously established in the last episode. There will be no reference of Joni Mitchell in this episode. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just want to spin this thing with Britney a little bit. It doesn't have anything to do with you guys. Not in a bad way. No, we'll see you later. Wait, is this a new paragraph arrow that's in Yeah, here? there's like a weird picture of an arrow. That's... Sh- should we take a picture of that? Yes. Uh, okay. Does it have to be right now? Can we do it later? No, we'll forget. And this is the best idea. Oh, my shadow's in the way. Here, I did it. it. Okay, all right. What a picture. I guess maybe we'll put that It's up. blurry. Okay, I, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to send that to me so I can post it for somewhere for everyone to care about. Oh my God, fine. Okay. We dumped our purchases when we got home, and I grabbed a water. I'm sorry he's having... Ah, having such a hard time with her. 
He deserves better than that, I mused. He's got his head screwed on straight. I don't see why it want... He, she wrote want? <laughs> why it want? W-O-N-T. All go his way. That doesn't surprise me, though. Be, not because I'm expecting typographical errors. I just assume that everyone in this is a wanton woman. <laughs> a wanton woman. Like, it's my, perhaps, you know, pan-fried. Yes. I hope so. What should I wear? I'm still limited in my clothes. Not tonight you aren't. He pulled out a bag from his purchases and handed it to me. What did you do? I'm proud that you chose me and I did not settle for you. You are the most beautiful, loving, caring woman I know. And I literally thank God every day that I found you. Go get dressed so I can see. I went into the downstairs bathroom and changed into a pair of soft chocolate brown pants, boots, and a beautiful ivory shirt and jacket. It was perfect and exactly what I would have chosen. (laughs) You're playing Amazing Grace. (laughs) As I pulled on the pants, I realized that there was something bulky in the pocket. And now I see. I reached in <laughs> and pulled out a small velvet. <laughs> I'm trying to do this without laughing, but it doesn't really hurt. Maintain! Maintain! <laughs> I reached in and pulled out a small velvet box. I leaned against the sink and cracked open the box to reveal an absolutely unbelievable platinum ring in an antique setting. The center stone was pear-shaped and just gigantic. The rest of the ring was so beautiful, it was nearly impossible to describe, except that it was breathtaking. I was absolutely stunned as I got dressed the rest of the way and made my way outside to the living room. Joey was standing in the middle of the room, just staring at me. Did you want to ask me something? I asked, approaching him. I was stifling a smile in tears. That depends on the answer. The answer is yes. What was the questions? Will you share yourself with me for the rest of our lives? I wish I knew how to play the Days of Our Lives theme. Hmm. Hindsight. Typical of him not to ask me in the normal way. His words were so different and touching that my eyes welled up. Oh, Joe, of course I'll marry, share my everything with you. You have everything already. Baby, I, I just... I <laughs> finish the sentence. Finish the sentence. I love you so much. Okay, okay, but, now, okay, okay now, now we have to do it. Okay, the top of the page has a totally irrelevant note <laughs> that just says Atlantis Bahamas dash Thanksgiving Tim McGraw. This, this, in and of itself, is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in the written word. <laughs> Do you understand what the relevance of that is? Well, Elizabeth, no. Do you like it? Do you like the ring? He was all excited. I loan the ring. Oh, I love the ring. No, I think you were right. (laughs) I loan the ring. It is breathtaking. I approached him and handed him the box. Put it on me, I I would... I whispered. Again, stage direction after the quote. A little less helpful. He cracked the box and slipped the ring on my finger. It fit like it was mine and mine alone. He was so proud of himself, he couldn't even sit still. That's what I want to buy when I left you guys. What? Why now? You said yes, right? You're not having second thoughts already. No, absolutely not. Never. Do you ever notice that Take My Breath Away by Berlin almost sounds like the end of the Golden Girls theme song? (laughs) (laughs) It totally does! Weird. That's awesome. 
you said yes, right? Yours not having second thoughts already. No, absolutely not. Sorry, Never. I'm... I think I just switched characters. So did I, apparently. Okay. Can we start here again? Yes. Oh, what? Why now? You said yes, right? You're not... Oh, wait a minute. I screwed it up again. Whatever. Okay. You're not having second thoughts already. No, absolutely not. Never. I'm just curious. I looked at him. I almost lost you once. I'm not prepared to do it again. I'm really not going anywhere. Not anymore, you're not. He gave me a deep kiss. I'm going to change before we're late. All right, I also need to discuss this. She needs to learn to use apostrophes Mm -hmm. because it's always I'm going to change before we're late. And from now on, I pledge to read it like that because that's what she wrote. Do you think maybe someone was dictating this to the person writing it down and they were just trying to write it down really quickly? Yes, this was a court stenographer. (laughs) This is all actually what happened. This is real. (laughs) He went up the stairs and I grabbed a different color paper. (laughs) And a smaller piece of paper. How how queer. Hmm. A seat to admire my ring. All of these thoughts raced through my head. Two two though, and those weren't as pleasant. Hmm. I would have... Yeah, mm, oh, I relate. (laughs) I would eventually have to face David again, and that was going to be devastating. Joe was right, though. I had to end that life and make a new one. There was no way around that. Oh, we should explain who David is if this is the first time you listen to this. David is like her ex-husband who she, mm. who he realized she was in love with Joey, so he kicked her out. Okay. And... And she sits down to think what the next step is. Joey broke my train of thought. Hey, I blinked. That's not even a state. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I blinked. What are you thinking about? I'm going to have to go to California. We're going to California late next week. (laughs) I'm I'm suppressing. Going back to Cali. Is that what you're suppressing? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You can just insert that. Okay. I told them I would make an appearance at one of the record stores, so it's business. Are you nervous? Nah. I shook my head. I know it got to be getting done. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do it together. The phone suddenly rang. <laughs> That's for you. Who knows I'm here? He shrugged as I answered the phone. Fatones! No, it says fat ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she actually did put a parenthesis there. Oh, an apostrophe? Oh, sorry, yes. An apostrophe. That's that's yes. a prop that's a preposterous. <laughs> God, that sounds good coming from you. It was Joey's dad. Hi, Joe. Oh, excuse me. Hi, Joe. How are you? Better than ever. I just well, there it is. Better than ever. I just better than ever. I just heard the news. Joseph called us. He did. I smiled at Joey. Yes, he surprised me. Wait, who the fuck is talking to who? I can't even tell. Who zoom in who? (laughs) We're so glad you said yes. Here's Phyllis. Wait, what? Phyllis. Is that his mom? Well, Phyllis was the role that Cloris Leachman played (laughs) in the Mary Tyler Moore show. (laughs) And I hated her on that. Although I do actually love... Cloris Leachman and everything else. I'm clearly you liked her in this too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, he handed over the phone. Kelly, sweetheart, is it true? Yes. Yes, it's true. He asked me this afternoon. The other one is gone. The other one is gone. I repeated. For Joey, he smiled. Kelly, we cannot even tell you how well we're just so happy for you. Will you make it over soon to show off the ring? Joey said maybe tomorrow. Then tomorrow it is. I feel like half of this dialogue was Google translated twice. (laughs) We're having a really hard time in this session trying to... Uh, Well, and also, I feel like maybe 
there's a lot of run-on sentences that doesn't really help. And also sometimes like the quotes won't be separated into different paragraphs. So then it's not clear. Did the person just stop speaking and then start speaking again? Or is it a new person speaking? I don't know. I guess this is what happens when you when we record the table read. <laughs> For dinner then? Sure. I'll tell Joe. Can we bring anything? No, just yourselves. So we'll see you tomorrow night. Take care and give our love to Joe. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow night. Okay, did we really need that whole discussion? Yeah, we needed that cameo from Phyllis. <laughs> Remember, she got her own spinoff, and no one watched it, so it was canceled. <laughs> she hung up the phone, and I turned to Joe. Dinner tomorrow night? Yeah, I wanted to make sure it was okay with you. Sure, they were happy. You were always their first choice. My second choice by default, he smiled shyly. Don't hold that against me. Shyly or Schlafly? Phyllis Schlafly? Yes. Shyly. 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 It looks so weird, though, in the hand. I'm sorry. Maintain, Sasha. (laughs) You saw the error of your ways and made up for it. She was a poor man substitute. Yeah, well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. I checked my watch. We better get going, cab. Waiting downstairs, he slipped on a pair of glasses with brown-tinted lenses. You look beautiful, by the way. He kissed my forehead. Well, they do say something about putting, living your life through brown-tinted glasses. <laughs> you have good taste, and I love you very much. Good, because now, with that ring on your finger, you're stuck with me. <laughs> I'm not going to play single ladies. Just put that in there. <laughs> I'm with you all the way. Kissed him very deeply. I love my ring, and I'm going to be proud to be your wife. Let's get out of here. I grabbed his hand, and we headed for the cab. Justin and JC were waiting for us when we got to the restaurant, so we sat down and looked over the menus. My ring must have caught the light, because all of a sudden both guys dropped their menus and stared at me. (gasps) What? I stared back at them. What is that? Justin pointed at my finger. Nice. What's with the attitude? I smirked. He smiled. I just can't believe he finally did it. Congratulations, man. He shook Joey's hands across the table. What did I miss? (laughs) When did that happen? I JC piped up. This afternoon. He asked me this afternoon, I beamed. When? JC asked. We'll have to clear some time with Johnny. We haven't really talked details. I'm just glad she said yes. He leaned over and pecked my cheek. We ordered up dinner and sat around for almost four hours after, which we ended up at a tiny bar on the Upper East Side. Justin and JC ended up meeting some girls who actually didn't freak out when they met. They actually sat down and had conversation with all of us. Justin decided to stay uptown with JC to leave Joey and I alone. We decided to meet up with them in the morning at a meet and greet. Joey and I took a cab back home. Actually. I like how many actuallys were in that paragraph. This is, I believe the working title for this was Love Actually. (laughs) Also that... They stayed there for almost four hours and then went to a bar on the east side. Well, actually, <laughs> like this is like what a, like a like a little kid thinks that adults do. Like, the, you know. <laughs> oh, Sasha just accidentally turned on his roommate's computer. Hey, baby. <laughs> when we got in, I began to pull off my clothes and head for my pajamas. Tonight was fun. The guys are awesome. (laughs) They were really surprised. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody except my parents. The less people who know, the better. That way we can keep it away from the press. He'd followed me into the bedroom and was sitting on the bed. How are you doing for money? He piped up. What's that, sweetie? I didn't hear you. I ducked out from the closet. I asked you if you were okay with money because I wanted to give you one of my bank cards with the pin just in case. 
Insert ABBA, money, money, money. Thank you. No, I think I'm okay. I've got some accounts to clean out in California. Insert Joni Mitchell, California. <laughs> but for now, I'm okay. How about you take it anyway? I'd feel better. About me taking your money? I'm fine, seriously. Do it for me, he insisted. Okay, I'll get it from you in the morning. Insert angel in the morning. <laughs> I feel like you're treating me like I'm like, like I'm like, like Siri or like the the Amazon Echo, and you're like, play blah blah blah. <laughs> Quiet, my editing channel. <laughs> I ducked back in the closet and pulled out my clothes. Jaw. We got a jaw. Also, insert Shakira underneath my clothes. <laughs> Ja, what? Why is this card thing so important? I got into my clothes and flopped on the bed. Because I want you. Because I want to know that I can take care of you. But I don't need you to take care of me. I'm okay. I know you don't need me to take care of you, but I can, and I want to. It's important to me. Okay. He leaned over and he kissed me deeply. There's a lot of that. A lot of leaning she, over and kissing me deeply. I think she just got a stamp made. <laughs> oh, I need a line. Stamp. Oh, and also uh, faces buried in necks. I remember that was one mm-hmm. that we noted in either the last episode or the episode before that we were amused by how many times faces got buried in necks. Faces buried in necks. The Fatona story. <laughs> I may have made that joke last time as well. I don't remember. I, you did. It's a swirl. Yeah. And cut it out. So listeners might be curious as to why I remember so much of the episodes and you don't. And that is because I have to edit them and I go over each part so many times that it's like I have it committed to my entire being. It's not that I'm just predictable. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that this is killing all of the brain cells that I have <laughs> remaining. My knight in shining armor. Are you happy? Very happy. You? Yeah. I just want to prepare you for what is going to come when the world finds out. How do we have to share something this personal with the world? Literally. Welcome to my life. Welcome to our life together. You take care of me. I take care of you. Sounds good to me. He yawned. Let's get some sleep. I'm excited to see your parents tomorrow. They'll be even more excited to see you. They couldn't stop telling me how proud they were that I finally made the right decision. Remind me to correct them. Yance been making right decisions. Wait, does that really say Yance? I believe it says Yance. <laughs> Actually, I think it's supposed to say you. Oh, oh, right. Her, her bizarre lack of punctuation. I prefer Yance. Yeah, let's just say Yance. All right. Yount's been making right decisions all of your life. Look where you are. Family is the only thing that matters. Insert Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> what? When is you're that at the Olive Garden? It's like something like when you're at Olive Garden, your or your family or something breadsticks. Yeah, I would argue that the only thing that matters to me at Olive Garden is when I get out. Is the <laughs> I was gonna say the free breadsticks if you get the free breadstick option we've never done that together mostly because there are better choices but i would like to be that person with you where we just bring a big bag and we just keep dumping the breadsticks (laughs) into our bag because it's better to dump it into a bag instead of eating them when they're hot and delicious right then oh i think that's the tagline yeah (laughs) i'm gonna make you a t-shirt that says it's better to put the breadsticks in a bag than to eat them there when they're hot and delicious. Yes, please. <laughs> I will wear it all the time. We just get it tattooed. I agree. A really long tattoo that's like an armband that just swirls all the way down your arm. <laughs> that's kind of what reading us feels you like. You know what? Sasha is no strange. Sasha nor I are strangers to the work of... Uh, the phenomenon of Zazzle product making. Oh, you're going to bring this up. I once, after Sasha showed me on the Wikipedia entry of 
the tread the, lightly. All right. <laughs> the, the, the glitter, uh, the Mariah Carey movie glitter. Uh, Wikipedia page has a picture of the billboard advertising the movie in front of the World Trade Towers burning on 9/11, which was then it was was the given excuse why the movie bombed. So I had a bag, a, a tote bag made with that picture on there and gave it to Sasha and not intentionally at all. It just happened to be the anniversary of 9/11 when I gave him that bag. And you gave it to me in public. And I remember, like, giving you this face that was like a mixture of, oh my god, I can't believe you made this, I am so grateful, and this is hilarious, and also, oh god. <laughs> it was mostly, oh god. Yeah, and then when I realized, like, the, you know what, I'm totally gonna edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, anyway. <laughs> this is for the B-roll episode. Oh my god, edited out scenes. Where the hell did we leave off? Uh. Oh, family is the only thing that matters. You know that I could be making 20000 a year as a single mom. <laughs> no, you know those comment sections? Yeah. Right? Okay, it doesn't matter. Family is the only thing that matters. You know that. I could be making 20000 a year. And as long as I ended up with you, I would be fine according to them. As long as you are with me, I can accomplish anything. Awful lot of pressure to put on me, I smiled. No pressure. You just do that naturally. Sleeping. Sleeping. I love you, baby. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for a day that I will never forget. That's my job. He leaned in and gave me a soft kiss. Thanks for saying yes. Easiest yes I ever said. <laughs> I'm not playing any yes <laughs> We got up the next morning And ate the rest of the bagels And were off to the corner coffee shop For some brew It was 8.30 on September 11th What? Oh now you can't cut out the September 11th thing Oh my god <laughs> Oh god, god Wait when was this? Oh I will never forget the course of events as long as I live. Oh my god, so this was written... During, after? At least after 9-11. Took the toilet flushing in the back. <laughs> I hope that picks up. You know what, that was my roommate. One, one time, um, I was recording some... Have I shared this anecdote? I'm not no. sure. One time, uh, I just asked because I'm 80 years old in my head, and I go, Why have I ever told you the story <laughs> of how you were born? I just had to, like, share. <laughs> Um, but one time I was recording, uh, vocals in my living room, uh, because I had a friend that was visiting and I couldn't get any studio time. And so I just took a field recorder and I was like, oh, we'll just do this really close and it'll be fine. And my other roommate, you know, I told him at the time, like, you know, I need this, I really, I'm sorry, I need this time free, but I really need to record this singer. And he's like, oh yeah, no problem, dude. And then he goes into the bathroom and he starts <laughs> taking a shower and like blowing snot and... And so we had to do some creative editing to bury this. So you only heard the singing. Um, this is a, a fascinating editing project. <laughs> anyway, this has nothing to do with the tragedy of 9-11. You want to talk about that? <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. That the, okay, anyway. Do you think this caused 9-11? This binder? Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, we'll never forget. No. I, I mean, this. it all started here. Why are you not playing music right now? I don't know. I feel it suddenly got very serious feeling, <laughs> and I, I mean, it's 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 in all seriousness, it's a very devastating day. Obviously, it's just so strange that um, that suddenly this binder is having a very special episode in it. Yeah. Um, so I think the only course of action is to just continue. Okay. All right. Joey and I arrived at the coffee shop, got our cups, and were just about to... Wait, did we actually finish reading the rest of that paragraph? You know, why don't I reread it? Okay. We got up the next morning and ate the rest of the bagels and were off to the corner coffee shop for some brew. It was 8.30 on September 11. I will never forget the course of events as long as I live. Joey and I arrived at the coffee shop, got our cups... And were just about to walk outside when we heard the loudest noise I had ever heard. 
We actually ducked, <laughs> then walked outside. In full view of everything, an airplane crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center. What came after that was definitely the loudest sound I had ever heard as the building exploded into flames and all of the buildings around us lost their windows. Joey actually tackled me to the ground and put the top half of my body over... Wait, put the top half of his body over me. Just before that, I felt something thunk my forehead, but I didn't have enough time to think of that before I was underneath Joe. All I heard were people screaming and swearing and crying. Our next obstacle was that people just started running and we were seconds away from being trampled. Joey picked me up by my waist and pulled me off of the sidewalk. We ducked into a corner in an alley and he sat down in front of me, automatically touching my face. Okay, I need an aside because this is obviously, we're treading a very careful territory here. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just want to commend the author for, you know, describing accurately what probably it would have been like at that time, but more so still finding enough leeway to add details of caressing. (laughs) (laughs) This is a, this is, we're running away from huge tragedy erotically. (laughs) Are you all right? Jesus, what is going on? When he brought his hands away, there was blood on them. Oh, God. (laughs) Joey, are you bleeding? Where is that blood from? Are you all right? He looked down at his hands and backed up and back up onto me. It's yours. He was totally in shock and totally went white. I was actually bleeding from a gash in my forehead from when the windows blew out. I touched my face and my fingers came back bloody, but not that bad. I'm fine. Look, it's not that bad. I pressed some napkins to my forehead and spoke again. Joey, we need to move away from here. It's not... Just then, a second plane flew into the other tower. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is the most surreal thing ever. <laughs> I'm not laughing because this is, this is so bizarre. Okay, okay. I mean, we went from like, you know... We like, went a hundred. He bought me a sexy outfit and gave me his credit card to like, we are in the middle of a terrorist attack. I would... I'm actually kind of curious as to... I never thought I would ever say this, but I'm curious as to the actual location of NSYNC members during September 11th. Yeah. Like, how true is this? Oh my god, what if all of this was actually true? What if this is the transcription of an oracle? Oh my god. (laughs) You know that multiverse theory where (laughs) everything is possible? Um... All right, let me let me try this again. Okay. Joey, we need to move away from here. It's not... Just then a second plane flew into the other tower and eventually shook again. I pulled Joey... I pulled Joey to me and flattened myself on the alley while as the tremendous wave of hot air passed over us. Are you all right? Here. Joey had snapped out of whatever he was in and was taking away the napkins and replacing them in his pocket. As the napkins fell to the ground, I saw that they were covered with blood. He pressed his jacket into my forehead and put his arms around me. Let's try to get home. As we started walking, the most unbelievable thing happened. Tower One came down, right in front of us, just as if someone had chopped down a huge tree. Then the dust and hot air swept over us, and we just sank to the ground to wait it out. What felt like forever was actually about five minutes When the buzzing in my ears subsided, I was left with a tremendous wail of sirens and people screaming. (laughs) We are not laughing. There's just more bizarre annotations at the top. This says WR6IY5 voice stream. The mystery continues. Do you think that's... Like the name of a network or something? It might be, or like a passcode towards some sort of like chat room. I don't really know. I wonder if maybe like that's like the answer to like, you know, all the 9-11 conspiracy theories. Like if we... Do you, not to be distasteful, but do you think that the rest of this is just going to be a, a conspiracy theory? Do you think that this story is a conspiracy theory? Or is it... an and the real question is, is the conspiracy theory about 9-11 or the conspiracy theory about NSYNC? <laughs> Jazz. Jazz hands. The dust was so thick, I could taste it in my mouth, and I was having trouble breathing. 
What now, Joey yelled, checking my forehead. We need to get you to a hospital. I just want to go home. The edges of my vision were beginning to darken. Kelly, we need to... Joe, I just need to get home. We need to leave the hospital for the people in the tower. I stepped aside from him and went and out into the street. There was this heavy brown dust covering everything. People were walking around with bigger gashes on their heads than I had. Suddenly there was a rush of air and we watched the second tower come down faster than the first. I hit the deck and Joe was on top of me again to wait it out. When the air began to clear, Joey hauled me up and we started to walk slash run towards home. People were trying to get away from the crash site, so we were all heading to the same direction. With a little effort, we finally made it to the flat. Luckily, the windows were intact. A few things had fallen off their shelves, but nothing at all major. As soon as we got inside, Joey ran to the kitchen and got a fresh towel for my head and some water for both of us. Upon closer inspection, I had about a three-inch superficial cut right on my hairline. I was pretty lucky, though, that I hadn't passed on the... Sorry. I was pretty lucky, though, that I hadn't passed on the street because there was a huge goose egg on the right side of my forehead. You could have a concussion, baby. We should... I'm fine. Just let me lay down for a second. I sipped on some water and coughed. Are you hurt at all? Everything passed over you, I asked Joe. I have some scratches. No big deal. You have blood seeping through your pants, Joe. Sure enough, he had reopened a wound that he had gotten a few months back on tour. We were both very lucky. We would find out later that there were over 5,000 people dead or missing in this mess. Almost like a miracle, Joey's cell phone started to ring. He fumbled to get it out of his pocket, then answered it. Ma, we're fine. No, everything is okay. At the coffee shop on Lewis. No, just a bump on her head and my leg is bleeding. No, 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 she won't, she won't go. We're, we're just going to clean, clean off the dust and... No, no, we're not. Ma, come on. Y- yes, yes, yes. I will. He closed the phone and looked at me. It could have been worse, he said. She watched it on TV. There were people jumping out of buildings, and the firefighters could hear their bodies dropping on the ground. His voice trailed off again. His cell phone rang. It was JC calling from somewhere in Chicago. They had caught an early flight out from a concert in Orlando later that night. Joey and I were supposed to have caught a three of the clock. Oh, I think a like three a three o'clock, o'clock movie. Flight. Or a flight. flight. Right. Okay. Do you have details? No. I mean, we saw it, and I still... He was there. Are you sure? Are the guys all right? I panicked. Joey nodded his head. No, Danny. Never misses an appointment. That's why Johnny hired him. No, I mean, I'm not sure about anything right now. They're not sure according to the news. Keep me posted. I'll have the phone on. He hung up. What about Danny, Joe? He had an 8 o'clock in Tower 2, he mumbled, falling onto the couch. Danny was part of the guy's project management team. Oh, Joe, I'm so sorry. They just can't reach him right now. We have to pray that he's all right. We will. Let me look at your forehead one more time. I let him move, uh, I let him move the towel. The bleeding has stopped. I'm going to go get us some bandages and change clothes. I'll be right back. Try not to fall asleep, though, okay? He kissed my cheek and was off to the bathroom. I was feeling better, but still coughing up brown gunk when Joey came back in sweats with his own entire medicine cabinet in his arms. He started by pulling me out of my clothes and wrapping me in a huge robe. Next, he washed my forehead and bandaged it up. We worked on his leg next... We worked on his leg next, then both sat back in each other's arms and drank as much water as we could. You went into shock, I said quietly, rubbing his fingers. I'll I'll put it to you this way. If that blood would have been mine, I would have been fine, and you know that. The fact that it was yours and I didn't know how hurt you were is beyond my capacity to deal. This whole thing is beyond what I can deal with. 
We had turned on the TV and muted it, so we were just watching the images. Uh, annotation. In the upper left corner. <laughs> oh, thank God we got some brevity here. Yes. Uh, Lifehouse, Tantric, Stained, oh. Goo Goo, Fermilab, Pink. I'm assuming these are all these are all dated musicians, right? Remember Lifehouse, that band? Yeah. And then a Pink, obviously. Except Fermilab. I what, mean, what is that's th- Fermilab's a lab out in like rural Illinois. Oh, okay. They have like a collider there, I think. Oh, okay. Also, I should mention that the second line where it says Tantric, it says Tantric, oh, and then a dash, and then Breakdown. <laughs> Break it down. This, uh, this is so, uh, this isn't fun right now. <laughs> this yeah, uh, this is weird. I don't, I'm, I'm sort of into it. Uh, yeah, this got very dramatic. This, yeah. You know, we were joking off uh, in our green room before recording about, because Liz and I, we were just hanging out and catching up and we had a kind of like a serious talk just as friends and not about 9-11, but just about like life. And we were kind of joking, like, oh, this could have been the, the very special episode of our podcast. And bizarrely enough, this is what it's turned into. Yes. Um, so I, let, me just, uh, let me just go forward a few pages to see if uh, this changes subject at any point. I'm not sure anymore. I guess we'll just find out, you know? Yeah. Um, this kind of re- reminds me of when I used to think... Um, for some reason in my head, I used to think that Law & Order started as... Uh, like, I had a fever dream that the Law & Order show used to... It used to be like a sitcom, and then somehow it was reformulated as a drama. And I was convinced of this for years until I remembered the existence of Night Court. <laughs> and realized that I had conflated the two. <laughs> and I was like, man, when did they get rid of the bailiff ladies for Angie Harmon? This is really weird. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, you know, I'd like to think that, yeah. So, so, you, so you're comparing it to this, like this started out as Night Court and then turned into a lot of order. Yakov Smirnoff guest starring with Essie Path and Markerson together at last. You know, I feel like, I, I don't know that I have ever watched an episode of Law and Order. Um, it, some of it's quite good, and then it just, you know, it, I think it gets to that point of, like, this is a successful franchise, and we didn't expect to be on this long, so now we're in a zombie phase, and we're just going to keep writing. Aren't there spinoff shows? There are so many spinoffs. There's, is uh, CSI a spinoff of Law and Order? No, although bizarre. Aren't they the same show? They're no, the same show. No, they're not. Weirdly, CSI is has a million spinoffs of its own, though, like CSI Miami. There's yeah. actually a bar nearby us in Chicago I think Rainbow, and they have a CSI Miami pinball machine. Yeah, I think. Is it, or is it just regular it's been a while CSI? Since I've been in the Rainbow. Yeah, I don't really go on there that often anymore. Um, but it's it's really odd. Anyway, but this is what I'm aware to recall in my head. Forgive Law and Order, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, or Sports Utility Vehicle. Depends on what you want to say. So that's for uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent. Yeah. Law and Order Trial by Jury. Law and Order UK. Okay, but how do you know all this about Law and Order? I used to get sick a lot. And <laughs> I watch a lot of daytime TV. Okay, so I kind of feel like anytime there's like an actor who I'm like, like I saw in something, I'm like, wow, I wonder if they went on to do amazing other things. Like, what have they been up to? And invariably, I always find out that they were on either an episode of Law & Order or some kind of CSI. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's even stranger often when they get like hired multiple times to play different roles on these shows. It's like a wasteland of actors that need a one-off cameo or something. They're like, I just need a little, need a little paycheck. Please keep me alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see like Carol Burnett screaming and <laughs> rampaging on a special victims unit episode. It's very strange. Yeah, and it's weird, too, that, like, I would never have watched any... Like, these are actors that I'll be fascinated by, enough to go look at, like, their IMDb page or whatever, but that I won't actually go watch any of the episodes of CSI or Law and Order. But it gives you an anecdote, though. Like, you can be like, oh, remember that time that Martin Short played a pedophile? Good times. <laughs> Do you remember that time that B.B. Newworth shook a baby? <laughs> 
Ah, uh, I remember it like yesterday. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sweating. Uh, should uh, should we keep going? Yes. Okay. All right. I feel like we need to keep going until this gets lighthearted again. I know, because I don't want to come back into this. Because I, I don't feel like I. We can't leave this now. We gotta. We gotta. Hold on. Yeah. We're gonna leave this awkward pause. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Oh shit, you guys. This gets more and more unbelievable. I don't know what to do. How long have we been. This is insane! This should be insane fan. sync fan. fan <laughs> fiction. Yeah. Does anybody have a rubber band? I'm sweating. My <laughs> hair got really long recently. And it's. It, you. L- listeners. You obviously know clearly from looking at the visual of us <laughs> that Liz is the queen of hair, but it looks it, it looks great. It looks especially great. Oh, thank you. I'm a big you. fan of it. I'm trying to push her to do some crimping, <laughs> some puffy ass crimping. I love that in the middle of like a serious conversation earlier tonight, you were like, you know what? I really want you to crimp your hair. <laughs> Maybe I should start adopting like an '80s thing. Yeah. You should. I should crimp my hair, get some neon. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I could have an Adam Ant shirt. Yes, please. I will you'll wear t- that. You'll end up looking like like a an, a late seventies Kate Bush with some with some Adam Ant gear and like an Olivia Newton John headband, and <laughs> you're gonna be all of the eighties. I know, together. like like that's like a hilarious conglomeration of eighties together at last. I know. Nuts and gum. <laughs> No, sorry, that's a it's an obscure Simpsons reference. Oh. It's it's like a very strange cutaway, but I've always thought about that. Like, how disgusting is that idea of like nuts and guns? <laughs> I am trying to bring up everything that is not September 11th right now. Oh my god, this is so crazy. You know, we have been recording a while, and I propose that perhaps we take this as a as a part two. Yeah, you know what? This might. Yeah, this has been almost an hour. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I feel like this has really gone in a direction that I was not anticipating at all. Okay, should we at least go to the bottom of the page so I can put the little post-it on it that says "Yes, finished up through the end of this page." We're doing it. Okay, here we go. All right. Wait. Oh, actually, before we do this, it's occurring to me, listeners, we need you to write in and tell us: Would you prefer us? To practice the thing in advance and then do it and score it later? Or do you like unraveling it with us? Do you know where you're going to? Why am I playing that? I don't What is that? It's a theme for mahogany. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What's mahogany? It's a, it's a movie. It's a... Uh, it's, it's the theme was sung by Diana Ross. It's a has an all all black cast. It's, it's a quite it's actually a nice movie. I'm sure. Yeah, um, Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. All right. Um, where were we? Um. Oh right, we were asking. What do you prefer? Please write to P.O. Box. <laughs> P.O. <laughs> <laughs> or email us at. Have we still not set up a Gmail for this, uh, our show? Well, there is that virus going around right now. Which is? A Gmail virus? I don't remember. I half read it. (laughs) Anyway. The article about it. Okay. We'll figure it out. Send us a smoke signal. (laughs) Or because you're probably someone that we know. Contact one of us. And tell us whether you'd prefer that we practice it and score it later, like a real radio show, or if you would like us to continue reading it while we're, like... We're just going to ask your husband. Ask Joe? Yeah. Okay. Can we have a segment called Ask Ask Joe? Ask Joe? Yeah, yes, yes. Unrelated to Joey Fatone. Yes. (laughs) There's a few times where, you know, you're reading something and I go, this is really strange. 
Do you do you find this strange reading the name Joe? Yes, this? yes, I do. Especially if it's a moment where I sound earnest. Yeah. Because then it just sounds like I'm talking to my husband. <laughs> are you are you gonna go home tonight and get him a washcloth and go? Are you okay? <laughs> and actually, sit down. <laughs> I brought you the Caesar salad. Actually. <laughs> okay, we're gonna finish this page. And then we're going to talk about our feelings. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Do you know? (laughs) It's complete pandemonium down there. I scooted closer to him and laid my head on his chest. I love you, I whispered. I love you too. I'm so glad that we weren't closer. He kissed the top of my head and yawned. The guys all checked in one by one. Lance and Chris were in Hawaii with the clothing line. (laughs) JC and Justin were in Florida doing a meet and greet with some special fans, but they obviously had to cancel that night's concert. After the guys all checked in, we realized that this was what we had been waiting for and that we were completely exhausted. We decided to lay down for a little while, and that was all she wrote for me. I woke up a day and a half later in the hospital with Joey at my side. When I finally did wake up, Joey was laying on my bed. Uh, what does that say? A cross? Oh, a cross. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Across my stomach with his hand in mine. Joe? Baby, are you all right? How are... How, How do you, you feel? feel? All right. Wait, actually, I want to read the next line. Okay. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And there we go. All right, now I will put the post-it there that says, Finished up through end of this page. Fermi Lab. (laughs) Is that like Stereo Lab? (laughs) Yes, yes. Good. All right, so... um, Wow. What am I doing here? (laughs) That's... Wow. I, I don't think... This is insane. Yeah. This is really strange. There was a... I mean, I don't even know what to say. Um, Do you think maybe if this was written by a young girl, the assignment was your feelings on 9-11? And then she just had to wedge her way into this. She's like, I really love NSYNC. So let me merge... uh, a national, if not international, tragedy yeah. with my obsession with a Max Martin-produced boy band. Wow. You know, it actually kind of makes sense. Like, if if you want to teach, like, history or something, you know, you, you, you take, you know, something that the kids are into and... Yeah, the kids are... <laughs> It's something evergreen, you know, like NSYNC. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, that makes sense because when you have... I mean, maybe we're getting too serious about this, but this is getting too serious about I agree. this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to allow it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to allow the testimony. Okay. I think the, it is interesting, the idea of taking something that people can relate to it for history's sake, and then you get, you get a better visual about the dramatic nature of stuff because oftentimes people can find history to be really dry but it's actually really riveting when you realize how um you know people are ridiculous all throughout life you know just fashions and uh language choices change but people don't really change and if you can relate it to to characters that you really care about then uh you get a a better internalization and better visualization of the events that have happened also it never occurred to me that NSYNC was around during 9-11. Right. That's strange. I think it must have been towards the tail end of them or something. Maybe I'm making this up, but I don't remember. And to be quite honest, I was, I was never an NSYNC person. I was always a Backstreet Boys person because for two reasons. One, Backstreet Boys were better with the vocals and they're way more boring. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> You're not boring. Shush. Let me have this. Um, but I for some reason I just remember them kind of like appearing and then ending like suddenly they were just like they were done I remember them being like everywhere and then they were done so maybe I could be wrong about this we could double check on our Wikipedia or something but I feel like this must have been at the tail end of them or something oh my god do you think they broke up because of 9-11 
Maybe this is the story of... A girl named Lucky? <laughs> Maybe this is like how NSYNC broke up. Wait. She's so lucky. She... Okay, sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We, uh, we couldn't do this without viewers like you. You know, we didn't actually have any commercials this time around. This was presented to you by Libby's Juicy Juice. <laughs> Maybe also because it was a very special episode, you know, like when they showed like Schindler's List on network TV and it was like, we got to keep the swears in and no commercials. Mm, let's add a little laugh track to it too. That, that would really do it. Actually, I, I know I've made this reference before. Well, I made the Libby's Juicy Juice reference before, but um, they just deserve more shout outs, you know? They just do. But I also remember um, making a reference in several episodes ago uh, before our locus was about the fan fiction. Mm -hmm. It was more about a generalized uh, topic of celebrity. Mm -hmm. uh, the anecdote in question, I'm getting to it, <laughs> was when uh, Marsha Brady on The Brady's mm. uh, had an alcohol problem and they had a laugh track when she was breaking into the liquor cabinet. And I feel like that's just weird. You don't need to keep that in. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining us in this very special episode of uh, the Found and Sync Fan Fiction Radio Hour. Brought to you by the Vitamin Shop, because that's a piece of junk mail <laughs> that I found right next to me. Shop with two P's and an E. They had to pay extra for all of those letters. You have earned a $5 reward. Bye! <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs>